Have you been waking up every night between 2 and 4 a.m., exhausted, irritable, and gaining weight despite how many workouts you are pushing your body through each week? This episode is for you because that was exactly what was happening to my client, Margot, and all of it was starting to take a toll on her emotionally and physically. Tune into this interview to hear how the P4 formula and supporting her hormones helped her to sleep peacefully, release weight, find joy, and feel like herself again. All right, sister, let's dive into this week's episode to start healing your hormones and release the weight. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimetopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey there, sisters. Welcome to a very exciting episode of the Period Whisperer podcast. I mean, I always say they're exciting. That's because I'm always so excited to do them. But I, this is sort of one of a few part series where I really wanted to bring on real women. You've all heard my story. I wanted to bring on real women who are going through this midlife shenanigans like the rest of us and and share what it's been like for them, where they were feeling, what it's been like to go through like the P4 formula and really just the healing of their, their hormones and, and what that has meant, if that has changed anything and how that has felt. So today I have an amazing client of mine, Margot, on to share some of her story. I won't, I won't steal her thunder here, but when Margot and I met, you know, she was working two jobs. She has kids. I mean, her, she's in midlife. Her story is so much like many of ours struggling with with how she feels in her body, struggling with energy, struggling with sleep, all those things, no matter what what we did. So um, welcome, Margot, to the, to the Period Whisper podcast. I'm so grateful and happy that you are here. Perimenopause weight loss myth number one through six. You are just getting older. You need to accept it. You would have to work out every day and cut your calories way back and be miserable. And if you really want to release weight, it's going to be harder than it was in your 20s. Sister, that is not the truth, but here is the truth. All you need to be successful in weight release during perimenopause and menopause is to understand how this major hormonal shift impacts your metabolism. Eliminate the inflammation that is causing most of your symptoms, optimize your hormones, and commit to habits that work with your hormones. And don't worry, it's easier than you think, I can promise you that. So I created a brand new signature course called Midlife Mojo to guide you through each of these four simple steps and get you releasing the weight so you can get back in control of your body and thrive in perimenopause and beyond. You can go on vacations, you can enjoy the holidays, you can tackle your big dreams and even bigger to-do lists, no matter what number you're turning this birthday. 
and have the confidence that the scale will only be moving in the direction that you want. It is a 12-week course that we will commit to together, and it is designed to get you out of that hormonal chaos, including mood swings, night sweats, and heavy periods, eliminate and heal inflammation in your body. That means no more bloating, brain fog, exhaustion, and cravings, optimize your hormones, bring on that energy, and shift you into fat burning mode. Hello results so you will release the weight. And guess what? I am guaranteeing it. I have worked with enough women in perimenopause struggling to release weight and feel better, as well as my own 15 pound weight gain and loss, that I know this is a proven system. When you show up and follow through, you will get results. I promise, or I'll give you your money back. Now, space is limited because our results are critical and doors open on Sunday, August 20th. So mark your calendars for VIP early access, which means anyone on the VIP waitlist will get first access and early bird pricing. All you need to do is sign up right now at BriaThePeriodWhisperer.com forward slash midlife dash mojo dash waitlist. Here it is again, BriaThePeriodWhisperer.com forward slash midlife dash mojo dash waitlist. And it's in the show notes below. So pause this episode. I won't mind. I will wait right now and get on the VIP waitlist so you can be the first to get the details on my brand new signature program where I am guaranteeing results. Am I crazy? No, no, I'm not. Because here is what I know about women like us. When we invest in ourselves, like paying for this course, and we have skin in the game, like knowing that our results are guaranteed if we follow the process step by step, then we show up. We go all in. And I have a 100% success ratio on my clients who go all in. If I know anything about helping women release weight from 12 years of experience, it's that September when fall comes and school starts. September is like our Super Bowl time for progress, commitment, and change. So go right now, get on the wait list so you do not miss the early bird pricing. Share it with your girlfriends, sisters, anyone you know who is struggling to feel good in perimenopause. Perimenopause will transform you if you let it, or it will lock your feet in concrete. Let's transform, sister. Get on the wait list now. Heal your hormones. Release the weight. Oh, Bria, thank you so much for having me. Yay. So why don't we first talk a little bit about you and your life? You know, I, I kind of did a little spoiler on there, but you know, what, what, what is life like? What was it like when we met? All right. So when we met and it was probably almost a year ago, pretty close to it at this point, um, I just, I was 48 years old. I'm 49 now. I was 48. I was always tired. I mean, I could fall asleep anywhere and anytime. I, I, I was always hungry. The sugar cravings were crazy. The worst of the worst part of it is that I was wake, I would wake up every night at about three o'clock and I would have, sometimes I would have these horrible headaches at three o'clock in the morning and it would just cause the a whole slew of events then and just the not sleeping the feeling so that and working two jobs didn't help because I was always so tired all the time so I didn't have any time for anyone else it was yeah. just it was a struggle to do everything 
Yeah. And then the weight gain, I, mean, I never had a problem with weight. And all of a sudden, you know, five pounds comes on and then another three and then another two. And then next thing you know, none of your clothes, oh, COVID didn't help that either. Then, you know, your clothes don't fit and you felt like crap. You go into your closet and look at all these things that don't fit, which yeah. is a horrible set to have also. So it was just, it was a, it was a terrible time. And it just then causes depression and makes you feel gross about yourself. So yeah. And it doesn't serve anyone. It didn't help anyone in my family the way I was feeling. No, I, you know, I feel so much of what you're saying there. And it really becomes, we were talking about this kind of negative spiral. Like when you're lying awake at night, that's now what you're thinking about. And then you're frustrated. And then the next day you're more tired and you already feel behind on everything. And then when we're tired, I don't know about you, but we often like pick on ourselves. I feel like we pick on our bodies. We pick on ourselves. We pick on our, like, we're not good enough. We're not, you know, doing enough. All of these things. Is that, is that what you felt too? That was exactly what I felt. And no matter what I did to try and lose weight or make myself feel better, where that was, you know, going to six more spin classes a week or hitting the gym even earlier and dragging myself to anything that I thought in the past made me feel better and feel more confident, it didn't work. Because you were always pretty active, right? Like you're, did you instruct or you were into fitness most of your life? Were you an athlete? I was a, um, I did play college softball um, at Ohio University. So yes. Um, and then I also teach three spin classes a week. I mean, I go to yoga. I mean, I, I dove more into yoga this past year than ever before. Yes. But yeah, I, you know, lifting weights. And now they say, you know, at this time in your life, you read, you go down that rabbit hole of the internet that tells you everything that you should do, that nothing works. Yeah. Of you need to lift more weights. You need to work out harder. You need to do this more. And it was just everything I did was exhausting. Mm. I think that's, you know, not to say it's any harder or easier for anyone, but that's a really confusing thing for women who have always been active and have, have, you know, always managed to, you know, feel good in their bodies because of their activity levels when all of a sudden the activity isn't working or you're going backwards you know, it, like it's a really frustrating stuck feeling, isn't it? Oh, it's a super stuck feeling because, you know, in the past you would just not eat something for a week and do an extra workout and lose all the weight you ever needed to. Uh, but in this time in our lives, it is, that is not how it works anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I always say it's because youth is forgiving, right? Like I, I don't know that we should have been doing it that way all along, but our bodies, like they'll, they'll adapt so quickly when we're young. And then it's almost like it hits this midlife and it's like, you know what? I've had it up to here with how you do things. I don't like it. Never did. And now I'm not doing it. <laughs> not doing it anymore. Exactly. That is exactly it. Do you, is that, would you remember what you were feeling when you were laying awake at night at 3am? Cause that was my window too. two, between two and 4am. I would wake up either in a sweat or just with this spinning mind. Like, do you remember what your actual thoughts were? Mine, mine was the spinning mind. It was the, what do I have to do today? Oh my gosh, did I get everything done? And then I need to go to sleep. Maybe I should, why can't I go to sleep? It, it just, it's everything just would go through my head and nonstop. And all I wanted to do was go to sleep. So you try and talk yourself into sleep and you try and get up and walk around or do anything just to fall back asleep. But then your mind starts going again and it's, it's not going to happen. No, it's, sleep's a funny thing like that. It's like the more you force it, the more it slips away from you. Mm hmm. It's like when you're too, when someone's too desperately trying to get someone else, it like repels. <laughs> like when you're desperately trying to get sleep, it somehow is repellent to you. Exactly. It, it, it was, oh, 
that three that three o'clock waking up stuff was awful. That was probably the worst of the whole symptoms I had. Yeah. And now I sleep through the night. I don't even wake up at three o'clock. I haven't woke up for it for probably six, seven months now. Oh my God. That's so amazing. Okay. So I want to get into that piece there because I think obviously we know that's massive. Like for me also when sleep started going, I knew that was it. I just couldn't, I couldn't survive anymore. Um, but so you, I love how you talked about, you know, what you tried was going back, you know, doing more workouts, cutting out certain like foods for a week or so. Was there anything else you had tried to feel better? Not much of anything else. No. No, not until I really started, you know, doing some research and then I, I I found you and that's that's where I started. So there wasn't really very much else that I tried. That's a lot. I mean, that's really, that's the message we get, right? Move more, eat less, move more, eat less. So that's what you were doing. That's what I was doing. <laughs> it wasn't working. <laughs> so when we met, I always think, I think this is an important question. You know, was there anything that I suggested to you, which kind of surprised you or felt like it was not at all what you were used to hearing or that made you uncomfortable? I think the, the strangest thing you said was about yoga and what, what is it that you 80% something in your mind, just the breathing, the the breathing through things, the clearing your mind. It was don't don't go out and run 10 miles, just go to yoga. And once I started going to yoga and clearing my mind and listening to what my body was saying, because I mean, that's what yoga is. Everything changed. I love that. I just got those. I just got shivers when you said that. It's a I think the stat is 15 minutes of conscious breathing, which is really, you know, yoga does two things. It creates that conscious breath, but it also really releases the stress that's pent up in our muscles. But 15 minutes of conscious breathing will reduce hormone imbalance by 47% and uh, 30 minutes will reduce it by 60%, 60% just by breathing and gently moving. And most of us who are so used to moving to feel better, it's really hard for us to just sit and meditate. And that's where I think Mm -hmm. yoga can be so powerful because we still get movement and we still get functionality. um, But we still kind of get stuck in that moment of thinking like, this is not enough. I'm wasting my time. Did you ever feel like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh my gosh, I'm not sweating enough. Oh, my my heart rate's not up, up high enough. Oh, am I in the heart rate zone where it should be? Oh no. Yeah. So many things instead of just clearing everything, you know, holding the poses, you know, clearing your mind, let your mind wander through those hard poses and all that. Yoga is so wonderful. It, you know, the one thing, so I went through a very similar experience. It was like, So I'm not supposed to be working out right now. Like once I understood that the fitness really kind of drove up that cortisol, making our hormone imbalance worse, making us store fat, making our bodies work harder and wake up at night. Moving into yoga was, it was such a mind mess where everything you were saying there, where you're like, this isn't enough, you know, I'm, I'm not sweating enough. My heart rate's not enough. Like it, it feels like a big waste of time when you're already so busy in midlife. But I, the one thing that always stuck with me was, do I know a single yogi or meditator that is complaining about sleep, how they feel in their body, unexplained weight gain, gut health issues, and I could never find a single one? Have you? I have not found one of those either. <laughs> so there, I feel like that has got to be our proof. When you don't know, when you don't want to believe it, when it seems like it's against what you're doing, 
then you can look for proof in the people around you. Like, is this, okay, this is what they're doing. I guess it's possible. We can follow through. Um, was there anything else I suggested that surprised you or that was the main one for you? Uh, that was the main one for me, you know, and then yoga also, I think, cause you, you're sitting there by yourself with your own thoughts, your own mind. It also gives you that permission that you always talk about so much, giving yourself that permission to, to put yourself first. Mm-hmm. So when you're there by yourself in just your own mind, you, you, you get that permission from yourself also, which I do love that. Yeah, I totally agree. And you start to kind of really address the things that come up, right? They're like, oh, this is what's bugging me. <laughs> this is what's really happening here. Yes. So, so no, I, I, the other thing, yeah, the other thing you always, you, you always talk about is giving yourself that permission to put yourself first. You don't have to get up at five o'clock in the morning because that's when you're supposed to go work out because it doesn't disrupt your family or anything. It's just now at this age, it's, it's time. It's a, it's okay to put me a little bit ahead of people of the rest of, you know, put myself first instead of always putting it on the back burner and always putting everyone else first and doing everything for the family and doing everything. So it's just that permission is, is big. Yeah. I'm so glad, you know, so the permission is part of the P4 formula as well as like reducing inflammation through movement where the yoga comes in. But I think we get confused as women where, you know, of course, we're going to prioritize our kids. They matter. But I think it's unfortunate that we have to get to the point where our needs are so unmet for us to recognize that these are needs like sleep is a need, gentle movement, permission to prioritize ourselves, our, our needs and not just wants to that, you know, of like self-care wants where we're just loving on ourselves. Um, because but it takes us to get to that point where we recognize like, okay, if I'm not able to sleep through the night, you know, I'm not able to support my kids or be there for them anyway. So I really need to prioritize this piece. How, how has, how has having more energy, like yoga, sleeping better through the night, how has that allowed you to, you know, get back into prioritizing your kids, supporting them as well? How has prioritizing yourself helped you, you know, still be there for your kids? Well, I'm not as grumpy as I was. So, so that. That's always a good thing. You know, the mood swings have also, since I've started putting myself first, the mood swings aren't there. So that's, I mean, that's huge. I'm not, I'm not yelling at them and then getting in the car and thinking, oh God, what, what did I really just yell about? Right. Then the shame. What was was so awful that I, I mean, I, cause you would fly off. I would fly off the handle. Like it was my, my, my temper was, was short. So being able to do that now, everyone they want to be around me now. So I guess that's a good thing. I love that. Yes. So, you know, actually let's bring it back to that. So the things that you, you know, in the beginning, you you weren't sleeping well, you were gaining weight, you were exhausted all the time. You could fall asleep at any point in time. You were, you know, moody and frustrated. And I, I've already heard you say like what you're feeling now is consistent energy. You're sleeping through the night. I'll let you say it. Tell me how you're feeling now these days in life. I feel good. I, I feel good. Um, I sleep. I, I'm I'm not moody. I don't have hot flashes. I mean, I get warm every now and then, but it's not a hot flash. Um, everything feels good again. Before I started the P4 formula, my my gut was always not not 
I just, I just didn't feel good. I didn't feel like I was, and you said, is this how we're supposed to feel the rest of our lives? No, this isn't. So I feel good now. Everything, everything feels like it felt years ago. You know, my, my, my stomach is okay. And my, I don't have headaches like I was getting. And I mean, I don't know if, I mean, the P4 formulas, it, 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 it's changed everything. Aw, I'm so happy to hear. I'm so glad you're feeling better. I'm so glad you're feeling better because that's the piece, right? You start to feel like, I know we get really caught up in weight and of course we want that weight release and it always comes. Um, and I know it's come for you too, but when, when it's almost like at the end of the day, if you don't feel well, it kind of doesn't matter how much you weigh or what clothes aren't fit. If you just don't feel and where, and on the opposite is when you feel good, you can care less about those things. Do you agree? I totally agree. And yeah. once I started with you, I put the scale in the closet. And the only time I get on that scale is when I go to a doctor's office because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's what that, those darn numbers on the scale don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I'm feeling like crap, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I'm down 20 pounds and I feel like crap. I feel like crap. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and on the opposite is true. If you feel great, it really becomes less relevant, right? If you feel great. Your libido's up. If you feel great, you have more energy. If you feel great, you're doing the things, having a good time connecting with your kids. So it always comes, the scale will always change, but it kind of matters less at that point, which I think is the goal here. I would totally agree. It's not about the numbers on that scale anymore. No, I love that. So, okay, Margo, last question. What do you think women going through this hormonal shift really need to know if you could share just like one key thing? Well, I would say the one key thing that changed for me was, was the dietary things, you know, the, the P4 formula has you cut out all of the, all, you know, a number of the inflammatory foods. And once I started doing that, I, that, that's when everything changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that. I would, I would tell all these women, follow the P4 formula and just stick to it. Cause it, it and at first you think, I can't cut out all that stuff. Come mm-hmm. on. I remember listening to you thinking, Bria, <laughs> I cut out bread and dairy. But then you just don't miss it after a while. <laughs> and it's not a forever uh, thing, right? Like it's just a healing piece. You know, you can, you said you'll still sometimes have things now and you get to recognize how they feel. I do. And I'll, I'll have things that I haven't had it. And I'm like, oh, well, that, that, that didn't feel good. And it's not making me feel good. So now I know don't order a large ice cream cone anymore. That doesn't do it. <laughs> I love that. But yeah. And, and what else I love about everything that you do is it's not a, I've, let's say fallen off the wagon more than a few times. And I remember talking to you a while ago when I was like, Oh boy, what happens when we fall off the wagon? You said you just start again. It's not, it's the, I didn't, you don't set yourself back Mm -mm. by just changing things, but you just realize what's good and bad for yourself. It's, Mm Yeah. You don't have to start all over again. That's not what this is. That's not what this is. No, I love that. I remember saying, oh, I really messed up this week and I feel like crap because I did all the things that I shouldn't have done. And you said, it's okay. Just start again. It's Mm -hmm. not, you're not setting yourself back two weeks to come back another week. It's, It's more of a change for the good. 
Yeah. And I hope the world, I mean, like you, I'm the same. Like I absolutely have days where, you know, I eat things that piss my body off and, you know, you're like, okay, good to know. Sometimes you're like, well, it was worth it. And sometimes it's not, but it's, 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 it's understood. Like, I think you have to really calm this chaos before you can actually hear what bothers your body. Cause I, there's things that we do consume, which are inflammatory that don't bother us. And then you can get to pick and choose what's worth it for you and what's not. And it really is that, you know, that process of really embodying yourself, knowing yourself, taking that time. And I think you really got that when you dug into that kind of permission to prioritize yourself. I love that. Yeah. You just, you really got to listen to what your body's saying. I mean, that's, that's, that's one of the main things that I've learned through this is if I feel awful tomorrow, what did I eat yesterday that made me feel like crap? Yeah. What did I yeah. eat that my body said, no, no. And then either don't eat it or, you know, live with the consequences. And I don't <laughs> want to live with the consequences anymore. <laughs> We do this as teenagers too. You know, you're teenagers, you're like, am I going to do this naughty thing or not? And you do it and you pay the consequences and you don't and you don't. But, you know, like these are just the lessons that we get to learn as we grow. And it doesn't necessarily change because we're in our 40s. <laughs> oh, Margo, I'm so happy you're feeling better. I'm so great we've connected. I really, really appreciate you being here today and taking time out of your out of your summer and um, and I'm so excited to continue our journey together. So thank you for everything and cheers to you for feeling amazing. Thank you. Thank you. All right, sisters, go out, be more in your life and not just less on a scale. You heard it from Margot. She gets you. She knows you. She is you. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.